1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
2: Now on Food FM, you're listening to Bread and Butter with Caroline Kenyon. Caroline and her guests make sense of the world through food. From politics to farming, making and cooking. Online, on smart speakers and on listen again. This
3: is Food FM.
0: Hello, I am delighted to welcome you to the latest edition of Bread and Butter. We have a really lovely uh, story to tease out today and I'm delighted to have with me three fabulous guests and we're going to talk about local food, food ecosystems, and a new way of distributing wonderful home-cooked food round a city. So I'm delighted to welcome Claire Ladkin, founder of All About the Cooks, and two of the cooks on her roster, Runal and Priscilla. Welcome to you all.
2: Thank you, Caroline. Hello.
0: Thank you. It's such an intriguing proposition, Claire. Just describe it to us in your own words how the whole project operates
2: so all about the cooks is an online marketplace which makes it easy for talented home cooks to sell their food to local people everything is built on a vision of a world where it's possible normal even to uh, to be buying food from local people wherever you are and the idea of that runs through everything that we do If you can imagine that you might be on holiday somewhere and you might want to eat what the locals are eating um, and have some really authentic food. Likewise, if you want to buy a birthday cake for somebody at the weekend, that's, you know, I think that that will become normalized activity. Um, And if you remember how weird we thought Airbnb was at first, I think that this is something that's waiting to happen. Um, And this idea of eating real food made by real people and interacting with people who live near you and making new friends in your community uh, is an exciting one.
0: I think it's wonderful. I love it. I mean, I have so much pleasure from eating local produce and, and home cooked food and uh the more we know about ultra processed food uh the more revolting it is and it isn't really food is it but claire tell me it's it is a wonderful idea and i love the notion that it could be the food version of airbnb so you know watch out world you're obviously going to be uh, on the march tell me how this fabulous idea came into your mind i've always had a thing
2: about um real food and um Actually, not just the food, that the the sort of meal times and everything else that it represents, um, even in this sort of small ecosystem like a home, um, and and how that reaches out into communities. I used to chair an organisation called Bristol Food Connections, which a lot of people um, will remember in the food world because uh, it hosted the Food and Farming Awards uh, for the BBC, um, and it was very much a partnership with the City Council here in Bristol, and um, the BBC, and we curated a festival of about 150 events throughout the city. And this was citywide, so we were driving people into the restaurants and the projects and the universities and the places where they were doing interesting things around food to showcase all the great stuff that was already going on and bringing those conversations out. This experience really made me understand that the role food food has, it acts as a catalyst to bring people together in our day-to-day lives, but also on a bigger scale, and that it enables people to have conversations about some things that are completely unrelated, like culture and faith, without in, in a sort of more accessible way. Um, and so, this the, the role that food plays in connecting people within communities is a really crucial one. And that resonated with something that I've been feeling about, you know, why does it feel better if you go to the fridge? and get out a jar of homemade jam rather than one you bought at the supermarket and so on. But I also wanted to try and access this wasted talent that was sitting in people's homes with nowhere to go. And so that's when you know we started playing around with this idea and was it takeaway from home cooks? Probably not because the idea of standing around in your kitchen waiting for the phone to buzz to say you've got somebody coming to collect something in 20 minutes doesn't really stack up for home cooks. But this idea that you could do it in a pre-ordered way and that technology would enable that to happen in a a more straightforward fashion than you might otherwise have done.
0: That's just such a wonderful story, Claire. And I I love what you say about how food bringing people together and that cultural understanding. I mean, I know the song is, you know, I'd like to teach the world to sing, but actually I'd like Mm -hmm. to teach the world to eat together. Yes, that'd be lovely. Wouldn't it? And uh, you think how much um, conflict might be um, either minimised or eradicated if we could all eat together so, nice exactly exactly so we have with us maroon Ella and priscilla who are two of your lovely cooks how many cooks do you have now on your on your books claire we have about 60 um across bristol and bath at the
2: moment not everyone's live all at the same time we have actually probably recruited um about 200 over the last two years that we've been going um but then we obviously have some churn and it's been a a time of great change in the last few years so people have come onto the platform and left and moved on to other to go back to home countries or all sorts of things like that so we're constantly looking for new cooks it's just bristol and bath at the moment um but we are very ambitious for the business
0: how exciting well i hope we can help with that uh, you know the more that we can shout about what you're doing it's wonderful so um priscilla tell us how how did you come to hear about all about the cooks
3: and what tell us your food journey i think first when i a friend of mine gave me um I, I was posting photos of my baking it was a quite a new thing two years ago and then a friend of mine who helped me with this uh, instagram posting photos she told me oh, you should try to uh, to contact uh, someone it's a lady her name is uh, claire and she has a like a platform to to sell food you, you could try and I think it just started like this. Uh, I, I had this friend that told me all about um, all about the cooks, and then I contacted Claire, and uh, we had our first meeting um, uh, via Zoom. I told Claire already that I was really stressed uh, about this first meeting uh, because it was just after pandemic, and I was not very used to... Uh, but for me, because I had stopped working for a, for a while and then uh, to have a meeting, even if it was about food, I was still stressed about uh, going back to your uh, kind of professional thing. I completely
0: understand. I think one really gets out of the habit. And, but cooking, which I presume is what you love, is, is a lovely way to build up one's confidence again, isn't it?
3: Yes, actually, it was, um, again, my professional background that is nothing to do with food, my My first sentence was a bit uh, um, confusing. Uh, but the thing is, yes, the food for me was a way to uh, to uh, get confidence because when i I had this first meeting and I prepared my uh, and I was in the pla- on the platform and I started uh, receiving orders, I had to organize myself again to think about the way I was uh, uh, selling my food and uh, uh, pricing my uh, my food. And how I would uh, like uh, prepare to to deliver it and uh, to contact the people to uh, to arrange for the uh, the collection. So uh, for for me it was a really nice nice uh, thing to to go back to work. And um, yes, food is uh, again. It was not my professional background, but it's uh, it's something that I really love and uh, yeah, helped a lot to um, to start with that again.
0: I can tell,
3: uh, Priscilla,
0: from your uh, very charming accents, that yeah. you come from somewhere else. Tell us your
3: your geographical journey to Bristol. I was born in Brazil. Uh, I'm French. I'm Brazilian French. I was born in Brazil and I moved to France when I was 18. So when I in, in 2013 I came to Bristol. I my husband had a job opportunity here, and then I. I was uh, pregnant of a, of our second child and uh, just uh, yeah I decided to follow him and then I left all my uh, my oh I left my job uh to start a new thing here in Bristol. Yeah. I'm a bit stressed it <laughs> <laughs> it's uh not easy to um yeah to speak in English. <laughs>
0: I understand you're doing incredibly no. well because I can tell you my Brazilian Portuguese is zero. So <laughs> I'm hugely impressed. But I'm just fascinated to know how that journey has influenced your, your baking and your food because there must be so many cultural influences. And I also wonder what it means to you to share that food from your home to home countries with people in Bristol. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, the first is that I, again, as a child in Brazil, I always loved to bake. I was baking more cakes and etc. And I had a very big family, so I always had the opportunity to bake for and to cook for my, my family. And then I think when I moved to France, I saw something else. I saw something very, well, we, well, we know that French people and the French cuisine, it's, uh, again, there's a big reputation and... The, Again, it was really nice to be in France and to uh, try different things and to see how they cook and the love that the French uh, the French people have for their cuisine. I think my stay in France, my, I stayed uh, quite a long time, more than yeah, 20 years, influenced me a lot on what I'm making now. And the fact that I I love traveling and I came from Brazil and I went to France and I'm here. I'm really open to um, all uh, different like uh, cuisines in the, the world, like the Italian and Brazilian and uh, uh, Swedish. and so. But in my case, what I love, I, I love to bake more than cook. For me, it's different. It's a bake and I like like. From Brazil, I like uh, like uh, baking breads and the stuffed breads and the pies, the Brazilian pies, and also uh, like a quiche. I I'm specializing in quiches now. I love like mm. uh, uh, baking them and uh, especially decorating them. But I when I have the chance, like to bake something else from uh, I, I I love like challenges and uh, go and find the recipes from. Uh, account that I know and try something else so and are most of your customers English Priscilla
0: yes most and of do them they, I bet they love your 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 baking because it sounds like there's so many different influences in it
3: I think that I most of them are my English I'm 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 selling to some Brazilian people as well from time to time. I think French, it's more complicated. It's not complicated, but they I think they love maybe um, they love uh, baking and cooking. So I think they buy less. I don't know, Claire. You have to tell me if you have a more... Mm french customers i think it's really interesting because some of the desserts that priscilla does are really gorgeous um
2: and and some of the sort of classic french things with the shoe pastry and things like that and tarts which are really lovely but actually she's got she's quite broad i think she's quite curious in what she um what she'll cook and try new recipes and things like that but she's always reliable and it's always so pretty oh Um, how lovely So you probably never
0: have to cook at all, do you, Claire? You can just order from your own platform.
2: There is is an element of that, yes. But actually, I do really like to cook, but it's nice to get help. Um, You know, I'm quite busy, so for me to order – and Priscilla lives quite near me, which is handy. So (laughs) being able to order a pudding um, from Priscilla, if I've got people coming over, then I only have to think about the main course or something, is really
0: lovely and i think a lot of people use the platform that way that sounds wonderful so marunal love i'd love to hear about your your journey into the world of all, all about the cooks is is cooking and food your background or have you made
1: a, a change like priscilla so i'm an engineer by profession i work for airbus and um, but i've always loved cooking right from when i was a child my background is i'm uh, i'm from india from mumbai and I came to the UK around 12 years ago to do my degree in aerospace engineering, and that's what I did. And I moved to Bristol with the job. In uh, 2017, I I was in Bristol looking for Indian street food, the chaat and chai uh, on the streets of Bristol, and I wasn't able to find any. So, um, so I decided to start my own business called Bombay Brunch, and uh, it's a market stall because I really believe that street food should be sold on streets. And I was also looking for like good curries, but I found like a lot of Indian curries in restaurants are really oily and greasy and less homemade. And, uh, in around 2019, uh, Claire, um, I met Claire, I found the idea of all about the cooks, absolutely wonderful having homemade food, which is not the perception of restaurants and like proper, healthy, good, homemade food cooked by real people. I think it matched my ethos and, and ideas as well. So, um, so I joined All About the Cooks in 2019. Since then, it's been such a wonderful journey. I've been uh, I've been able to display my food to people and businesses who would probably not go on the street and go look for Indian street food, but through All About the Cooks. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been wonderful. It sounds really joyful, Marinal. It sounds,
0: you know, it's a way of connecting you with, with home. If you, I don't know how, after 12 years in Bristol, whether you feel Bristol is your home or pro- one can have more than one home, can't one? Yes, but absolutely. It's, <laughs> it is um, a very lovely and direct way of connecting people with your own home culture, isn't it? They taste your culture. And was it?
1: Couldn't agree more.
0: (laughs) Was it your mother who taught you to cook?
1: My grandmother, actually. Wonderful. So I spent summers in India at my grandmom's uh, and granddad's place, and she was she's like the queen of the kitchen. You know, she'd know what exactly like doing ten things at the same time, and like, and I would I would be her sous chef. So uh, chopping stuff. Uh, helping her fry the puris or chapatis, chapatis is bread, flatbreads, and so she's the one who actually taught me cooking.
0: Yeah, that's so interesting. I do believe that grandmothers are often they they are the sort of the repositories of all our cooking knowledge. Yeah so many people cite their grandmothers not my grandmother i hasten to add because she hated cooking it was That's a important. curse and a burden for her she discovered tinned vegetables when i was a child and they were so revolting but um uh, she thought they were marvelous i'm just i'm, I'm intrigued the fact we've got three women with us today, Claire. Um, so, how many of your cooks are women? Is this somewhat? Is it a way that women find they can express themselves? Obviously, earn some extra money if they have another career, like an engineer or or Priscilla, who has her other career as well. Is it something that is quite sort of female orientated? Not deliberately so, but it has worked out that
2: way. So, eighty percent of our cooks are female. Eighty um, percent of our team are female. And I think it's probably similar for our users as well, Um, the people ordering the food. um, I think it's fairly female-centric, yes. And I suppose that's because maybe it's a huge generalization. Women still make a lot of the decisions around food, I suppose, um, in homes. But we do have some men um, on the platform. And um, yes, we're very welcome. They're very welcome, and we enjoy, there is this, this kind of some differences in the way that they approach things uh but one of one of the things that really drives me is this thing about wasted talent and i recognize that those years when i was at home with my children which was a while ago now and sort of three under seven thinking god you know if i could do something with my with food i would love to do that but it's not easy so if you if you have um Unless you're going to work evenings and weekends, it's quite difficult to progress from being a good home cook to actually doing that sort of, even in a very part-time way, um, to earn some money. Um, and that was for me, who uh, who sort of had perhaps a opportunity more opportunity than many. Um, I certainly think that for people who who, for instance, don't have a ready ready market for their food or um, where their, their language or culture makes it more difficult for them to um, go out to work in more conventional ways, um, but then you know, this is a really good option. And that, that act of, I suppose, it's economic empowerment in a way, um, particularly for women has been a big driver for me. Um, and it's part of our social impact. And the way All About the Cooks works is that we're not a delivery platform. So we enable these connections to happen between two people, but that means that we don't have these massive overheads of delivery either. So not only are we making these lovely, valuable doorstep interactions, which enrich the experience that's, you know, we hear that every day. It was so nice to meet the person who cooked my food and the other way around. Um, But that enabled enabled us to keep commissions really low which means that the cooks get to keep so much of, you know, it really is a a significant amount of that money goes straight to the cook. And I believe that when, by the time we're doing this at great scale, this has the potential to create a massive social impact by enabling people to make money in a way that fits fits in around other parts of their lives at home.
0: I love that. And I I think the word that comes into my mind, listening to what you've just been saying, Claire, is nurturing. I think what, your project is so nurturing of your cooks um, and enabling them to sort of grow in in confidence, but to benefit financially as well. But also that sort of very warm love that's being extended through food to their customers. I think that's something very special. You should be very proud of. <laughs> No, it's it's really wonderful. So I don't know um, whether anybody heard um, the food programme on Radio 4 uh, last weekend, but it was all about the British calf. And mm-hmm. the uh, presenter, Leila Kazem, who I think is fabulous, uh, brought her father along for the recording because she, she started working in her father's cafe. I think it was in London when she was just a child. And uh, she said it was really like a sort of her university. She was you know, serving and taking orders from a sort of tiny age and working the till and so on. I can't recall where her father was from, but they were discussing why so many people who've migrated to Britain, whether they're uh, refugees or you know, economic migrants for whatever reason, why they end up opening cafes. And one thought that immediately popped into my head is of course that cooking skills are completely portable. You can arrive with nothing, but you still know how to cook. Um, and I think that's the lovely thing about food is is that if you love food and cooking, as obviously all four of us do, it's always in you, isn't it? Nobody can take that away from you. Um, I think you're absolutely right. I think it's, but it's actually it's it's more than
2: that. Yes, you can always have that, but then by for people who are away from home, cooking the food that they grow up with is a really um, meaningful thing, and sharing that food with other people and making them happy through the sharing of food. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely a, a valued part of the experience. I don't know if, if Priscilla and Runa would, would yes. agree.
3: No, I agree with that. I think it's really something that I love um, uh, more about all of this is to share the, even before all about the cooks, I was uh, baking a lot at home and I was just uh, like telling my friends, I'm going to uh, to drop the kids uh, to school uh, this morning. If you want, I'm bringing some uh, cakes I can share with you. or I was just leaving food for my neighbors. Uh, they they are used to it now. I'm uh, uh, like this weekend. I, I made a um, blueberry tart, and my kids they don't love uh, blueberry tart. So I just cut a piece for them, and I'm I, I like this kind of thing. So I think in my neighborhood they know that I <laughs> I'm always taking things. To, uh, and it's my way to um, yeah. I think it's my way to 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 show that I care, that I love, even with We we do it with the kids. Sometimes we are making cookies and taking to the people that are living on the streets. And uh, so it's, yeah, it's the way I can contribute to make things better through food. That's wonderful.
0: And one thing that just occurred to me, um, both Priscilla and Marunal, is how do you find it getting ingredients? Are there things that you need, Marunal, that you can or cannot find in Bristol? Do you sometimes Uh, have to... send a uh, help call
1: to your mother and say send me something from mumbai well in the beginning in the initial years i did i got like spices from india i got like little ingredients but now we've been very lucky everything's being imported here and there's asian shops and i it's like my staple i go there i get all the ingredients i need not always supermarkets have the stuff for for asian shops to the rescue
3: Fantastic. Yeah. What about you, Priscilla? Are there special That's, things that you need? We, yeah, sometimes I when we go to France during summer, so yeah, I'm bringing a few things. But we um, now it's a bit more complicated with uh, yeah. But but yeah, I can find the things here, or I can buy online, or when my parents-in-law they are coming, I, uh, can you bring me uh, some you know, special chocolate or vanilla pods or things like this? Yeah, but we we manage to find and. Uh, it's okay, yes, that's good to hear. Well,
0: what a wonderful conversation with you all! I'm so excited to see and hear about the progress of All About the Cooks, Claire. It was an absolute flash of inspiration of yours, Thank full you. <laughs> of admiration, and uh, yes, very, very excited to see how it grows and progresses. Thank you all. Lovely Bye. to talk to you. you. You're
2: listening to Bread and Butter with Caroline Kenyon. To find out more about Food FM
3: and our content, go to foodfmradio.com.